The Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast features people from the real estate community sharing real stories about their struggles, pains, and even losses during their own real estate journey. We share these real experiences so you can learn from them and build a successful journey of your own. Now, here's your host, Cody Lewis, one of the managing partners at Vindu Capital, located in Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you all on, but let me tell you, we have a very special guest on today. I don't know if we need to do a formal introduction, but we'll, we'll introduce him anyway. Rod Khalif, thank you for joining us today. How are you, sir? Oh, it's good to see you, buddy. Appreciate you having me on. Let's have some fun today. No, I, th- I know we will. We, we've had a great time already off camera, and I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, for those that are, I doubt it, but if they're hearing your name for the first time and seeing your face and voice, tell us a little bit about your origin story. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well, let's go back a little bit because it lends kind of a preframe to what I'm going to talk about. So I immigrated to this country pretty young when I was six years old with my mother's Vancha and my brother Albert. And uh, we ended up in Denver, Colorado. I was born in the Netherlands in Holland, you know, wooden shoes, windmills. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years. And when we got there, we really struggled. In fact, I remember we ate expired food because that's all mom could afford. We, we drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because that was cheaper than real milk. I remember, you know, wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school where I lied about my age when I was 14 and got a job at Burger King flipping burgers. And we struggled. And, you know, I'm sure you've got listeners that may have had it harder than we did or have it harder now with all this COVID nonsense. But I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur. With her babysitting money, she actually invested in the stock market and made money. But she also invested in real estate. And her first house was the one right across the street from us. She bought when I was about 14 for about $30,000. And then when I was 17, she told me she made $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? Screw college. I'm not doing college, mom. I'm sorry. I'm getting into real estate. So I got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, which, you know, not just an agent, I was a broker, which you could do back then with education. They got smart now and you need some experience to be a broker. But I was going to get rich selling other people's houses. Well, my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand, maybe 10 grand, something like that. Keep in mind, this is 1978. My second year, I maybe made 10 to 12 grand. My third year, though, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980, what is that, 80 or 81 was really good money. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened, Cody, was I met a guy, actually worked with him and dated his daughter that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. And I truly 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that, your mindset and psychology. You know, fast forward to today, I've owned over you know, 2000 houses that I've rented long-term. I've owned thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth or 2000, yeah, 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And, you know, and you're thinking, wow, that's really impressive, Rod. Well, and so did I at the time. Okay. I thought I was a freaking real estate God. You do the math on that. It's like $8,300 an hour for the year over a 40 hour work week. And, you know, I could barely fit my head through a door. I thought I was so good. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008 for me. I lost that, that 17 million, a lot more. I lost $50 million in 2008 and nine, lost everything. And so one of the things that I enjoy talking about, Cody, is the mindset it took to have $50 million to lose in the first place. But then even as important, maybe more important, is the mindset it took to recover from losing it 
to get back to the success that I'm blessed to enjoy today. I mean, there were people in, you know, in the Great Depression and even in 08, 09 that committed suicide over losing a lot of money. Okay. And so, you know, it, it was tough times. So I'm happy to drill down on that some if you'd like. Yeah, please. I'd love to explore that. We we love the idea of focus and mindset and how okay. the positivity can really turn around an outcome. It may, it, yeah. So, you know, if if you ever come to one of my boot camps, for example, I mean, I used to have live boot camps. Well, in fact, finally, thank God we're having another one. I was scheduled to have 800 people in Orlando in uh, May of 2020. And we all know what happened with that. And so I'm now, thank God, I'm, I'm, I'm having a live one. I've had virtual events. Thousands of people attend my virtual events, but I've got a live one coming up in Orlando in December. And I'll talk about that later. But the reason I bring that up is if you ever come to one, you'll find out that the first thing we do is this goal setting workshop. And you're thinking, okay, well, duh, that's important. Well, it's, it's, beyond important. It's critical. And and I call it goal setting on steroids. And I'll, if you'll humor me, I'll just take a few minutes and describe the process. We take about an hour, hour and 15 minutes to go through it. You know, Napoleon Hill talks about in his book, Think and Grow Rich, that to achieve anything, you have to have a burning desire. Okay. And you get that burning desire by knowing exactly what it is you want and more importantly, why you want it. So let me let me kind of outline the process that we do at my live events and kind of give you the framework for it. So what you want to do, guys, if you're listening, and you should take some notes if you can on this as well, or if you want to ping me on any social media, I'm on all of them, even TikTok now. So if you ping me on any social, I'll send you the link because I did this also on January 2nd of this year. I do it every first of the year. I did January 1st. Uh, January 2nd was a Saturday. So I did it on Saturday, but I do it with music. I give you this goal setting guide that you can use to follow along. It's free. And, and so if you want to ping me, I'll send you that link to for me to guide you through this process. But let me describe it for you. So basically, you pick an hour when you have a lot of energy, okay? Uh, Don't do it after a meal. Make sure you're well hydrated, drink lots of water, and just sit down and write down everything you could possibly want in life. All the stuff, and there's nothing wrong with stuff, okay? Write down, you know, the houses, the cars, the jet skis, the boats, the planes, whatever it is, and don't limit yourself. There is nothing in this world you can't do, be, or have. So don't limit yourself. If you think in private island, you're thinking jet, write it down, okay? But write everything down that you can think of, everything you could ever possibly want in your lifetime. Not just, you know, most people will do a New Year's resolution and it's forgotten by February. So this is this is your life bucket list of goals, okay? Um, write down how much cash flow you want from your investments, say in three years and in say in 10 years. Write down how much money you want in your you know, in case this, you know, what hits the fan fund, you know, in three years, you know, your slush fund in three years and 10 years, or your, I'm sorry, your security bucket. But then once you can't think of another thing and little things, big things, everything, okay, write it all down. Once you can't think of another thing, write down everything you want to do in this lifetime. You know, maybe, you know, again, bucket list stuff, you know, maybe you want to uh, write a book or, you know, write down the places you want to travel. I've got a travel vision board here behind my green screen here, on the floor uh, of all the places that I, I haven't been that I want to go or places I love that I want to go again. So so write down, you know, where you want to go. Write down, again, things you want to do. I, I had wanted to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I did that about a year and a half ago. I'll never freaking do it again, but it's done. It's off the list. You know, I have a friend that's climbing every mountain over 14,000 feet in the world. So again, write down all the stuff you want to do. Next thing, write down 
what you want to learn in this lifetime. You want to learn a foreign language, write that down. If you want to learn multifamily real estate investing, for God's sakes, come spend three days with me in Orlando, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. In fact, let me just mention that real quick. If you have any interest in real estate, I'll give you guys a code and you can come for, I think it's $197. It's not a big sales pitch. I spend about 40 minutes talking about my coaching. If you're interested, great. If you're not, that's cool too. But all the rest of the three days is, you know, boots to the ground training. Okay. I mean, it's, it's drinking through a fire hose. And if you're interested, text Rod in Orlando to 72345 or go to rodinorlando.com. But remember this code, Rod Friend. Use that code and you'll be able to come for 197 bucks. It's kind of a duh if you're interested in this business because it truly, I mean, you'll see the hundreds. If you go to rodinorlando.com, you go to the bottom, you'll see literally hundreds of unsolicited testimonials. I've never had a complaint other than maybe the room's too cold or they didn't like the food or something, but but it's a it's an awesome experience. I'd love to see you there. We go through every aspect of the business. But again, back to the goal setting. So if you want to learn something, write it down. Okay, learners are earners. So write that down. Lastly, write down who you want to help. Okay. We will do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And you want to use this. This is the fuel. This is what's going to get your butt out of bed early in the morning or stay up late or work a Saturday or do whatever you have to do to, you know, grind for a few years like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. Okay. That's what you're doing here. Now, once you can't think of another thing, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal, when you get it, you're like, oh my God, you know, you've arrived when you achieve that goal. And you might have two or three that are equally exciting. Just pick one. It won't matter for what we're going to do next and put it on a separate sheet of paper. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals, put them on a separate sheet of paper and leave a room in between them. If you, if you download my goal setting guide, you know, if you ping me, um, it's all on there, but you can do this on a sheet of paper, just leave room. At this point, again, you are ahead of 99.9% of the people on the planet that just did a New Year's resolution that never gets happens. But there's another step that's actually two small steps that are hugely important. I want you to write down underneath each one of those goals why it's an absolute freaking must for you to achieve it. You have to achieve it. And, and you want to use emotionally charged words you know, words like amazing and beautiful and incredible. Words are incredibly powerful and you want to use them. So you might say that I can show, I can show my kids what a life of amazing abundance looks like, or so I can, you know, show my wife what it means to live the life of our dreams or whatever it is, you know, write that down so we can have the freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, whatever's going to juice you, write it down there. Okay. And take your time with this because the why is the real fuel. Okay. And and it typically involves other people. Keep that in mind. Once you, and it could have some redundancy between the, you know, the whys for the different goals, and that's okay. They could be similar. Now, the next thing, I want you to take it one little step further before we move on to the last piece. And that is, I want you to put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goal. And I mean, make it freaking hurt. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my husband or wife. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't live a life of regret. Okay. There was, I'll give you a story here. There was a nurse in Australia, Cody, a hospice nurse. And so she took care of people when they were about to die. And she asked them a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. Her name is Bronnie Ware, W-A-R-E. And you know what the number one regret was? was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. I can't think of anything worse than that. So again, this is what prevents that from happening, my friends, okay? So write down, put some pain in there so that you don't have a life of regret. 
And I'm going to tell you, you know, a lot of people fear failure. I'm going to tell you fear, regret much worse. Okay. We fail our way to success. Hell, I've built 27 businesses. I don't call them failures. I call them seminars. Okay. Uh, most have been spectacular. Several have been worth tens of millions of dollars, but most of those 27 businesses were spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. And, and we, you know, I, I met the billionaire owner of Spanx, Sarah Blakely, beautiful human being at a mastermind I was at. And she told me that her she started with 5,000. Now she's a freaking gazillionaire. You know, the woman's undergarments, that's what I'm talking about. But anyway, she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? To me, that's such an unbelievable question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure, you know? Anyway, so you've got your positive negative reasons why the last thing is get pictures of your goals, okay? I've got vision boards. I'll show you a couple examples here in a minute, but you, you either make declarations and or you get pictures and you put them around you. Let me give you some examples of this. Jim Carrey is a great example. When he was flat broke, the actor, when the comedian, when he was flat broke, he wrote himself a check for $10 million. For those of you millennials listening, a check is something we used to use to pay for things. Okay. All right. Anyway, so, so, and that's how much he made for Dumb and Dumber. I'll give you a more recent example. Demi Lovato, when she was unknown, posted on social media, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem in the Super Bowl. Not this last one. Go watch the one before. See who sang the national anthem. I'll give you some personal examples for me. Back when I got when I turned 18, I knew I was going to sell people houses, so I had to have a four-door car. So I got this four-door Granada, this bone-ugly piece of crap, and bench seat in the front. But, you know, that's what I figured I had to have. Well, I worked with this guy. I was telling you about that taught me about mindset, the first one. And the first guy, the second one was Tony Robbins. I spent a lot of time following him around the planet. But anyway, I work with this guy and he had a Corvette. He actually had two of them. He let me drive one. And I'm like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. So I got a picture. This is before the internet. I got a picture out of a magazine of a Corvette, put it on the visor of my bone ugly Granada. So every time I sat in it, it was right there in front of me. Within a year or two, I had a beautiful Corvette. And I'm going to give you some more examples, but I want to tell you that I'm not bragging with this stuff. I'm just hoping to inspire you. So please know that. In fact, most of this stuff doesn't even interest me anymore. Okay, so this is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out. And the actor's name was Tom Selleck. He was a detective, I think, in Hawaii. But he drove this Ferrari 308. First time I saw an exotic car, and I'm like, oh, good God, this thing is amazing. I got a picture of that actual car put on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. And again, some of you may not have any interest in this stuff, but put whatever would interest you. Get a picture of that, okay? So I'm just giving you my examples to show you that this stuff really works. Last example. I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. I had posters in my bedroom growing up with the Lamborghinis and and. uh and what's crazy is my son actually collected models of exotic cars. When he was nine years old, he had about 40 of them. He had a model of the exact same color and style Lamborghini that I ended up getting, which ultimately wrecked. But in fact, let me show you something. Here's my planner. It's on today. We're doing this on October 13th. There's my planner. In the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 20 years, more than 20 years. Okay. This used to be called a daytimer. Now it's a Franklin Covey. Luckily the holes lined up. You can see these pictures are in plastic. The first pictures are my kids when they were very young. Okay. These are my gratitude pictures. Okay. Everything starts from a place of gratitude guys. Okay. It's foundational to get anything you want in life. You've got to start from that place of gratitude. So pictures of my kids when they were young. Okay. Then I've got pictures of things that I wanted that I, 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 Forgot to mention to you guys, one of the dreams that I had was building a house on the beach and there's no beach in Denver. And so I would visualize the palm trees and the, and the sand and the surf and the waves. And 20 years later, I built this 
you know, $8 million, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach. On the beach on one side, on the backside, I had boat lifts. It was called a Gulf to Bay. It was like a slice through an island, which was unthinkable when I was 18. But the point is like back to your goals. Don't, don't limit yourself. Take the lid off your brain. Imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it. Well, what's crazy is this top picture in my book was before I built a house and that view looked just like that. 10 foot high glass, butt together, seamless, travertine floors. The bottom picture, I lost that house and all the craziness, but now I live in a compound. In fact, that's the picture behind me here is my backyard. I've got six buildings. I've got a big main house. I've got a two bedroom guest house. My daughter's in right now, media building. We had to take my boot camps virtual. So I built a video studio in one of the other buildings. But what's crazy is you look at that bottom picture and you can see Cody, the white wall in both the, the concrete wall and both those pictures. Look behind me. This is my new place. This is 21 years ago. It's the same damn wall in the pictures. So again, this stuff works. And then, you know, pictures of stupid shit. I've got a few hundred thousand dollars of the watches. I thought that was important at one time. I got watches in here. Lamborghini, before I ever got it, there's a picture of Lamborghini, Rolls Royce, Bentley, things that I got that I, again, it may not interest you, but I got all this stuff because I had pictures. So get the pictures Get them around you, put them on your screensaver, put them on your wall, get vision boards. And that's how you bring this stuff into existence, my friends. So anyway, I'm, I'm done. I'll land the plane here. But this stuff works. And, and those of you analytical ones, you know who you are. You're thinking, okay, well, I was really hoping to talk about real estate and his real estate mistakes. And I'm happy to drill down on that. But I'm telling you, this is 80 to 90% of it if you want success, period. Well, it's a running theme in the show that any obstacle anybody's overcome, it's Eight at to your point, 80 to 90% is mentally co- overcoming that obstacle. That it exactly. doesn't matter what you get in, you can get out of anything if you have the right mentality right. and attitude to get out of it. Hey, listen, what you get, what you focus on. So it'd be real easy for me to focus on losing 50 million bucks. Okay. And, you know, I haven't met anybody that lost more than that. I know there were some, but I haven't met them yet. And, you know, it was very, very painful. I thought I was set for life. And life is about meaning, okay? The meaning you place on something is your version of what happened. And it could be, you know, shit, well, woe is me. You know what my meaning is for losing 50 million? I would have never met my wife. And, and I'd give it all up again for her. And that's a true story. I'm the most beautiful, amazing woman on the planet. And so, you know, we have horrible things happen to us sometimes, but you choose the meaning you put on those things. And then, you know, you said this shows about focus. I can see why, because it'd be very easy as human beings. It's a natural tendency to focus on the negative. You know, Cody, if you came up to me and said, Rod, how you doing? And I said, oh, my God, man, I am freaking fantastic. You know, you might not, but most people will take a couple steps back and go, okay, Rod's off his meds. But if you came up to me and said, Rod, how you doing? I said, oh, man, oh, my back is freaking killing me. I think I pulled my back. You put your arm around me and say, oh, brother, I feel you because we connect through the pain and the negativity. It's the craziest thing. So be conscious of that. But, but especially be conscious of the fact that focus is everything. What you focus on is your life. Whatever you focus on, both positive or negative, will grow. Okay, I have, I have people call me and say, hey, I'm trying to get out of student loan debt. How do I do that? I say, wrong question. How do you make enough money so the student loan debt's irrelevant? Okay, they asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. See, focus is everything. So, it's, uh, you know, I'm really glad that you mentioned that that's a pivotal part of your show because it's so critical, especially right now. You know, the world needs leaders. And if you're listening to Cody here, you're a leader. And, and right now, more than ever, as a leader, you have to really be careful of your focus. Don't get me started on the freaking fake news, you know, the political stuff that's going on right now. You know, pay it, stand guard at the door to your mind. 
bring in the good stuff. Every, you know, on my podcast, I was telling you, Cody, we just broke 11 million downloads. And the reason is I do a, a clip every week called Own Your Power. It's motivational. So even if you're not interested in multifamily, I hope you'll give it a listen. It's called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. And I do these clips, they're five minutes, and I will juice you. Give me five minutes with you and you'll get juiced. Um, play music on the, the more recent ones have music on them, but uh, there's hundreds of them there. And just different, different pieces of, you know, this self-actualization and this growth, because, you know, you should always be growing and wanting to become better and, and looking in the mirror to be a better parent or a better spouse or a better sibling or, or son or daughter, a better business person, frankly, a better human being. And that's what those, those episodes are for. Anyway, I'm rambling. No, no, I love it. Listen, I, I, I can't remember where I saw it. I, I want to give credit where I saw it, but I honestly can't remember. But it, it was somewhere online. Someone said, control the input. Don't let oh, the yeah. co- control the input, not the output. That's so, it. And you got, you've got, you, it's so easy to bring in the crap. But if, you, if you're sitting there focused on, like I said, the fake news, that's going to expand. That negativity will expand. Where if you're on YouTube watching soldiers come home or, you know, to their loved ones, I get emotional watching that stuff or, or, or you know, people being surprised with pleasant things, you know, stars surprising their fans. I love that stuff too. Or just, just motivational, so much motivational content out there that makes you feel good. That's what you should be bringing in right now and, and being very, very careful because again, everything is focused. And so it's, it's very easy to get caught up in all the craziness right now. So, Absolutely. Well, yeah. Rod, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. One more time for those that maybe have missed it. Tell, tell us about the event sure, going if you, on if, in December. If, so, so I've got my boot camp. It's, it's three days, three full days, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. We go through every aspect of, of buying real estate, finding deals, building your team, financing the deals, finding the equity, finding all the money you need for your deals, the due, the due diligence, the screening the property management. And of course, I spend time on mindset because if you got to take action with what you learn. Most people will go to an event and don't do anything with it. My students have now own over 46,000 doors. And I've only been teaching this, what, three and a half years. So, you know, my students take action with what they learn and we do all kinds of cool stuff. You will laugh, you will cry. I promise you it's, it's an awesome event. It's not just, it's not your typical real estate event. And if you want to come, go to Rod in Orlando or just text, actually text Rod in Orlando as one word to 72345, Rod in Orlando, one word to 72345, or go to rodinorlando.com and remember the code RODFRIEND, okay? And you can come, I'm pretty sure it's 197, which is, like I said, kind of a duh. Yeah, that's kind of a steal right there. Right, thank you. Rod, honestly, thank you for being on. We really appreciate it, sir. My pleasure. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you all next time. You've been listening to the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast with Cody Lewis. Be sure to subscribe today on your favorite podcasting platform so you can catch every episode of the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast.